Hey, it's Domestic John, Josh Landers here. Uh, it's 2020. Oh, 2020 is such a bad year so far. I hate 2020. I can't wait for 2020 to be over. I hate it. Oh, stop it, 2020. Can you just get better now, 2020? Oh, fuck you, 2020. Fuck you. I hate you, 2020. It's not the year's fault. Do you understand that? It's not the year's fault. Every year is fucked up. Every year has deaths. Every year is just a fucking debacle waiting to happen. It's not the year's fault. 2016, you fucking whiny shits were worrying, saying it was the worst year of your life because Trump won. 2017, something happened. 2018, was it an earthquake, a flood, uh, a, a pandemic in a third world country that we didn't hear about that killed 3 million children? Probably. 2019, fires, floods, destruction, mayhem, food banks running out of food, homeless crisis, population crisis, housing crisis, 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 crisis. Now 2020 is the year you're going to blame? Because uh, celebrities are dying, uh, people you liked are dying, because there's a, 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 a outstretched pandemic or a, a supersized flu that's going on. And again, I'm not downsizing what's going on. It's, it sucks. But it's not the fucking year's fault. Stop blaming the fucking year. It is not the year's fault. Jesus Christ. So much whining going on and complaining and nothing's happened where are the riots where are the fucking boots in the streets i've seen it like in michigan wisconsin or wherever the fuck it's going on where, where dudes are carrying wooden rifles to try to break into a house of congress to let them go get their nails painted i've seen that happening but i haven't seen a lot of action where's the action i mean give it to fucking give it to uh, conservatives Give it. They they take action at least. They get out there. What are liberals doing? Nothing. They're not doing anything. All right. So stop blaming the fucking year. You're making it worse. By blaming the year, you're making it worse. And what's happened really that tragic to you since this happened? What happened? What's happened? Did you gain a little weight? Did you gain a little weight? Are you eating too many carbs? Did you get off your keto diet? Because there's too many frozen pizzas out there that are fucking delicious. Did you get too many Red Barons that are like $3.99 at your local grocery store? And you're like, I don't, I, I can't, I can't, I, I, I can't stop myself. I gotta eat. I gotta eat. I can't, I gotta eat something. I, 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 it'll forgive me. 2020 will forgive me. I need carbs. I need carbs. So is, is that your the biggest problem you have? Fucking uh, uh, the haircuts you're giving yourselves? The, the the workouts that you don't have anymore? What's what's bothering you, really? Like, what is your biggest trouble right now? Yeah, if you had, if you're dying, I get it. If you have loved ones that are dying, totally get it. Totally understand. If you don't, and this has not affected you in any way outside of you being in your fucking house apartment condo doghouse fucking uh unwarranted lovers uh basement wherever you're at and you're complaining shut up it's enough 
It is totally enough. And we don't need it anymore. We just don't need to hear your voice anymore. Your voice doesn't matter. Tomorrow's going to be another day. Tomorrow's going to be another complaint you'll have. All right? So just snuggle in, uh, watch your Netflix, pray for a better day, pray for a better year. Look to 2021 where more shit's going to happen. It's not going to any better. It's just all downhill from here, folks. All downhill. All right? So there's no fucking light at the end of the tunnel. There's no fucking pot of gold at the end of that fucking rainbow. It's just, this is what it is. This is going to be our life now. And that's okay. I'm okay with it. And you should be okay with it too. Because I'm smart and you're not. Right? I see the future and you don't. That's the way this goes. I'm speaking into a microphone and you're not listening. All right? So that's that's on you. That is on you. That's on you. That is your fault. But what's not your fault, and I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on, on this, what's not your fault is um, uh, Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, Thunberg. Uh, she, she's from my homeland, man. She She's part of my... She's part of my past. She's a Swede, right? Isn't she? Um, this little 17-year-old girl. But, you know, what I want to say to that is just like, fuck Greta Thunberg. Thunberg. And not, not her as a person, right? That That's creepy and weird to even say that. And sad. It's sad. I shouldn't be saying anything about children. But, you know, fuck it. Fuck kids. Kids are, really? This is the future? We're letting this happen. And it's not her fault. It's not her fault at all, right? She, yeah, it's, she's an influencer. She has let, she, not she, it, she's doing what she does, I guess, right? And her father is, you know, pushing her and getting Bilderberg money and, you know, letting her uh, fucking uh, traipse across the globe with her own agenda about climate change, which is fine. She can, she can tell young kids and get them all hyped up. Like the fucking Muppets got me all hyped up when I was a kid. And Sesame Street with Big Bird and shit. I learned my ABCs and uh, one, two, three from fucking, uh, the fucking Count Dracula. I, that, those were influencers. Fucking Oscar the Grouch. I'm still him. Right? So I, I understand how kids look up to influencers like Greta Thunberg. Greta von Nostrom, and it's okay, but, but, it's not okay when adults are going now to 17-year-old activists, and you can't see me, but I'm doing the old uh, quote-unquote Nixon air quotes, the activists out there who are fucking 16, 17 years old, who are saying things are happening that they already know that are happening, but they say they're happening because they're experts in what is happening. Does that make sense? First, she started out as a climate activist, going across the globe, telling people and relating to young people that this is happening. They're the future. The only way this shit's going to get fixed is through them. The future. The white old people have fucked things up. The rich elite have ruined the world for you. Now it's our chance to mop up what they fucked up. That I understand. I totally get it. I have kids. I want them to go to the future and go into the future and see it as something that they can fix. 
I fucked up as a parent, right? All parents, if you're a parent out there, we've all fucked up. Our kids' responsibility is to clean up our mess, right? At least slog through it, wade through it, fucking peel that layer of fucking skin that your parents gave you and start anew, start fresh, build your own layers of skin, find your own life, find what you want to do in life. It's not the parents' fault that that we fucked you up. It's that's just what parents do, right? That's our job is to give you a little bit of fuck up, hopefully a little hope, hopefully a chance, and maybe a little monetary, you know, uh, 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 expenditures, right? Give you a little bit in the bank to send you on your way before you fucking go out and get eaten by the wolves. It, it, all parents have fucked up. I understand that now. My parents fucked up. Yeah, they did. Royally, I don't know. Too much more than I can say. Maybe I don't know. Right? I'm still here talking to myself in a fucking garage. So that's maybe on them and on me. More on me. On me again. That's the fucking point of this. It's all on me, not on you. But fucking Greta von Nostrum. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I like it that she's getting to the kids. But why are news outlets using her? to promote shit that's going on and going to her as an expert. She's not an expert. She's a kid talking, saying the same shit any fucking uh, 11th grader would say out there. Oh, the world is, you better listen. The world is ending. We have to do stuff. We have to do something here. We got to do it. Ooh, things are bad. All fucking kids are like that. And now she's a somehow a coronavirus expert. So she went she she fucking just totally leaped, leapfrogged from climate change to coronavirus. So she went through to from like a environmental impactful problem. Ice caps melting, uh, fucking polar bears dying, uh, in, uh, endangered species going extinct extinct species fucking more extinct than possible uh she went from that right that just fathom that for a second right think about that consider that climate change that means shit's happening to the earth that means things are warming the waters are warming uh reefs are dying uh, like I said, ice caps are melting. I'm no fucking expert. I don't know. I'm a dipshit. But that's climate. That's like the world. That's the earth. That's the core, right? This is what we live on. And then now she's somehow leapfrogged, like I said, from that to airborne infectious viruses. Where's the connection? Where the fuck is the connection? That's like me if I was a mathematician and I was a really good mathematician and all of a sudden... I wanted to go become a pro baseball player. That's it. I went from a mathematician to a baseball player. Is, is that different? Is there any difference there? In my mind, there's not. They're not the same. They're science, sure. Completely different realms of science. There is no correlation between climate change and coronavirus. That'll be a link at some point, I'm assuming. But not now. It's just not there. So how did this little girl from Sweden who has Asperger's, right? Is that what she has? Or does she have asthma? I don't know. Whatever, which one, whatever she has. She was going across the globe 
promoting awareness for climate change. And I applaud that. That's great. Fantastic. No more seals need to die on our fucking uh, Aquafina bottles caps. That's fine. Get it. Now, how does she go from that to coronavirus? Somebody please explain it. And somebody please explain it how one of the biggest fucking news agencies out there uses her on a panel to discuss coronavirus. I don't get it. I just don't fucking understand. And there's no way anybody could tell me and discuss with me, oh, well, Josh, this is, no, fuck, no. It doesn't, me and my wife have talked about this. She's like, well, she's a, she, she talks to young, she relates to young people. She can connect to young people. I don't give a fuck. I can connect to young people. I can pick up fucking Hungry Hungry Caterpillar. If everybody remembers that book, the great book by fucking Eric Carl, Hungry Hungry Caterpillar. I could go in front of a fucking audience of a bunch of uh, second graders and say, you guys want to read a book today? Or even kindergartners, probably too young for, or too old for uh, second graders to lock on to the hungry, hungry Caterpillar and his plight on eating too much and taking advantage of the environment and the fruits of the labors fruits of labor of everybody else around that fucking cunty aggressive over exuberant greedy caterpillar i would go into these fucking in front of these five and six year olds and look look at this fucking caterpillar he's fucking eating all the goddamn shit does he not learn yeah fucking strawberry's good a piece of fucking cake you shouldn't eat because you're a fucking caterpillar right all these things are good nothing you should eat or nothing I guess a caterpillar should eat. Like a fucking cookie. Does he eat a cookie? I can't remember. Whatever he eats. You gotta realize, kids, that this fucking caterpillar is fucking destroying the world. Do you know that? This fucking caterpillar is just like everybody else out there who wants to take something from you. Alright? So the hungry, hungry caterpillar is a fucking metaphor for life. And this is what you should hold on to when you get older. I could do that. I could definitely get into a, a crowd of 30 kindergartners in fucking Winnemucca, Nevada and sit them down in their shit library and say, this is life, kids. This is life. Fuck Greta Thunberg. Fuck Greta Von Nostrum. She doesn't know shit. I know shit because I'm telling you this. And then one kid's going to get that little seed in his head, in his head, and he, he or she, I guess, it could be a woman, a girl will move on and be like, you know what? Ten years ago, I heard this story about a caterpillar who ate too much cake. And he was a greedy little fuck. And he just kept eating. He ate a fucking lollipop, which is nearly impossible for a caterpillar to eat. And, you know, he went on to become a beautiful butterfly. But the moral of the story is that we shouldn't be as greedy as a caterpillar. We shouldn't be taking in the food that we're giving given and putting extra energy for just ourselves we should be putting it out there for the rest of the world and you know what greta von nostrum doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about because she's also 17 and she's never read the hungry hungry caterpillar so therefore I'm right, and she's wrong. And in my mind, what I just said was very nonsensical, but it makes just as much sense as Greta Thunberg 
talking to us about the coronavirus because she has no proof, no evidence, no scientific background, no expertise on what the coronavirus is. But yet, but yet, she's an influencer and she gets spots on CNN, MSNBC, YouTube clips that come out, whatever. I know this has been talked about before, but it, it just it just irks me. And who's next? Doogie Hauser? Is he going to come back? Right? Greta Thurm- Thurnberg von Nostrom is, to me, like Doogie Hauser was as a medical doctor. It's a she, but without the expert, without the fucking Broadway accolades, you know, Neil Patrick Harris, at least he became an actor. But when he was Doogie Hauser, he was a fucking medical cut. He's a 14 year old kid or 60, whatever he was. Do you want a fucking 16 year old kid carving up your fucking liver? No, right? When my son, and this is this now barbaric, I'd probably not do this again if I ever had a son. When my son was circumcised, uh, it, my wife and I were like, eh, "Should we circumcise?" And we're like, "Yeah, I guess. You know, it's gotta. He's gotta fit his father. We got. You know, it's gonna be weird. Like, I don't know how to fucking clean schmegma. I don't know what a fucking hood looks like on a prick. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I guess it should match. You know, his his, his old papa here. So we we decided on that. And the doctor who was gonna circumcise, oh well, I have an intern. Would you like the intern to circumcise your child? And right away we said, no, no, we don't. No, we don't. We want the dude who's fucking chopped 300 dicks off. We don't want one with a shaky hand and a scalpel who's maybe touched three. And fucking God love that intern, but I hope that intern did not ruin three child's li- three, three children's lives where they can't fucking even take a piss or get a heart on without crying because their skin is stretching to the brink of stretch because a circumcision was botched. That wasn't going to happen. We want the fucking dude who did it a lot. We want the expert in the field. And again, 17-year-olds who say coronavirus is a real thing, climate change is bad, we should do something about it, fantastic ideals, fantastic ideals, I don't want you giving my kid a circumcision. All right? I just don't. So any 17-year-old, I, had a, I have a really good friend, shots out to the old runk down in SoCal, the old runkle. He said to me a long time ago when I was talking shit, and he's only two years older than me. I was probably 15. He was probably 17. Year, years ago, he fucking, I was talking shit, being a prick, whatever it was, because I was 15. He said, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't take shit from little kids. And he hit me, I think, on the shoulder. I can't remember. But he said, I don't take shit from little kids. And he was 17. He was a little kid. But I was 15. I was a littler kid. But what he said still rings true in my ears. I don't take shit from little kids. And what that should now be turned into is I don't take advice from little kids. Because little kids cannot give you fucking advice on life. They're fucking little kids. That sounded bad. They're not fucking little kids. They are fucking little kids. That still sounded bad. But you know what I mean. You get the context. All right? So kids can't tell us what to do. If you're 17, you're an influencer, I don't give a shit. 
All right? You have not gone through life. You were born when fucking... Uh, what, 2003? I mean, that's... It's unfathomable that you can give advice to adults still on national TV about anything. You were born after 9-11 happened. Two years removed after 9-11 happened. You were born when Nickelback was still relevant. I mean, this is insane to even think that's still a thing. It's just, it's just insane. Uh, but what else? What about my week? Um, yeah, it sucks. I mean, things are getting back to normal a little bit. Things are getting back to normal. We still got Greta out there. Greta's making things back to normal with her uh, predictions about the future and her, her influencing ways. But you know the uh, the park that I live across from is is it, it slowly reo- was reopening. Now it's fully reopened, and a beautiful big recreation area we live uh, across from, and not recreation with like parks and pools and shit like that, but like uh, mountains to hike, trails to go on, isolation. You can you can you get away from from civilization a little bit, and now it's back. It's open, and I would sneak away there throughout this. Uh, last couple of months when it was closed down I could sneak across the creek and just go up in the mountains illegally uh, and and be alone, like fully alone without anybody there, now that's gone it's gone now, people are there, they're back and it was flourishing yesterday I took the dog on a walk and I was up there, I'm like holy shit, it's back it's like fucking cockroaches with no uh, humans or light to scare them under uh, underneath the counters anymore, They're they're out they're out and back and I'm not sure if I feel good about that. I don't feel good about that, actually. I really don't. I kind of liked it. And I knew I would. I knew I would like the this this time where I'm like, I don't have to deal with people or things or much in life at all. I, it, outside of my own brain and stress and alcoholic tendencies. I didn't have to worry about that. I didn't have to worry about going out and seeing someone I know. Or like, oh, fuck, hey, what's going on, buddy? Make like, fake banter with people. Uh, now, now there it's back again. We have to associate with one another. And like I said, they're out in droves on the trails, hiking, playing fucking disc golf, which is great and fine. Um, but it's like, now we have to, uh, who's going to look bad for wearing a mask and not wearing a mask. Who's going to be looking bad for getting six feet away and not getting six feet away. Uh, now we have to worry about, uh, social human contact again. And that's not going to be a good thing. I think it's going to be fairly awkward for a little while. Uh, and I'm awkward anyways, and I always have been. But I think it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. Like who, like these fucking people with their kids with no masks on, and they're all under eight years old. And I'm kind of like, that's fine. But their kids are fucking weaving in and out of other groups of people who are trying to, like, get the fuck away from me, kid. We're trying to, like, self-isolate. And the parents are like, hiking on their own. With their, they don't know where their fucking children are at. And it's going back to normal, where dipshits are dipshits. Uh, people who are trying to fit the rationale of what's happening are trying to fit the rules and regulations. And then you're going to have the people somewhere in the middle who are, like, kind of like, eh. I care. I don't care. So now we're back. We're back as a normal society. And that's that's good, and I think it's bad. So, you know, it's a little sad. Things are opening it back up. It's a little uh, positive, I guess. Things are opening it back up. And it's not going to be normal anytime soon. I don't think. At all. Um, yeah, this week was 
a little rough for me. I got sick on, was it Tuesday? I think I made this fucking beautiful roast chicken, roasted chicken, be fucking beautiful. Fucking uh, uh, dress the bird. Uh, fucking put the just slice the skin just enough or peel the skin enough from the, the meat to put some garlic and salt and pepper. And I bought some fennel and fucking stuff the fucking ass cavity with fennel and some lemon and like actual lemon, like a chopped lemon in half, stuck that up the fucking cre- crevice of the of the bird and oregano just you know, made a nice fucking bed of baby carrots on the bottom and, and fennel again like the bulbs of fennel on the bottom and just celery and miracle miracle on the bottom beautiful and i cooked it and it turned out really well turned out really well crispy skin juicy breasts like i like on most things and uh so we ate it and it was fine and then, you know, about an hour in, I'm like, oh, stomach pains, the fucking gurgle. I'm like, oh, this is not good. Did I fucking cook an under, did I eat an undercooked fucking poultry? Did I give myself and my family food poisoning? So I just kind of isolated myself because that's what I do now. Just I, Well, I, I do that anyways. I'm a fucking, when I get sick, I'm like a dying dog. I just go away. So if I ever die of ass cancer, I'm just going to be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go sit under a bush, curl up, and just die. Because I don't want to tell anybody. I've done that my whole life. I fucking sliced my hand open when I was eight years old, carving a pumpkin, and I was using too sharp of a knife. And you got to remember, this is the 80s. Fucking this goddamn knife was a fucking Freddy Krueger finger sharp. And it, it, I was carving a pumpkin. My parents aren't watching me because they don't give a shit. So I'm, and, and it just slips right out of the pumpkin. Sloop, slices a fucking web of flesh between my thumb and forefinger and I'm bleeding like a motherfucker and I see it and this is just how I've always been I see blood gushing out of my hand and no one I kind of cover it right away look around left shoulder right shoulder left shoulder right shoulder mom didn't notice dad I don't know if he was there or not didn't notice brother didn't notice because he was jerking off somewhere probably so I just I'm like I run to the bathroom I run to the bathroom my hands fucking bleeding gushing blood and I'm, I'm so dumb that I'm just like, I'm putting shit on there. Band-Aids are shooting off. My mom had aloe vera plant. I th- have I talked about this before on the fucking, I probably have. And I, I'm putting fucking like true aloe vera, like aloe vera plant. If you don't know what that is, Google it, you fucking young assholes. It's a plant. So it's not a shit you put on when you get sunburnt in fucking Cancun. It's an actual fucking spiny plant that grows indigenously in uh, Southwest America. I have no clue if that's true. But that sounds true. So I pulled that out of the fucking wall. I'm squeezing that thick fucking syrup from the plant into the wound. That doesn't help. So again, of course, it's a bloodbath. My mom eventually comes into the bathroom. Ah! You know, ah! The stitches, right? Gotta get fucking stitches. Where was I? So, so yeah, I got sick this week. It's just, you know, it's one of those things, I guess, that happens. But it was weird getting sick, I guess, during a pandemic just a little bit it feels weird because i guess it, it gets into your psyche just any little cough or tickle in the throat or fever just anything above what 98 is 98.6 is that what it is your fucking body temperature it is anything that you've gotten over the last couple of months if you're a hypochondriac which i think i have just a slight you know version of uh but even though i think about death and dying and uh, disease and all that shit quite a bit. I'm, I'm not overly, 
uh, freaked out when I have any ailment. But, you know, I think it's just more on your the, the core of your subconscious, at least mine. Like, oh, shit, a little shortness of breath, COVID. Got a little bit of a sweat tonight, COVID. Got this and that, COVID, you know. But it's like this is a stomach thing. Fucking goddamn Corona doesn't have uh, stomach issues, does it now? Uh, but maybe it does. I don't know. And then I was kind of like piecing it together. All right, is this food poisoning? No, because the next day, wife, kids, fine. They ate the chicken. They served, served them the same shit. And I, I felt very confident serving that fucking perfect, moist fucking chicken to my kids and my family. So it wasn't that. And they, like I said, they were fine. You know, so what was it? Was it something else, Josh? Was something else wrong with me? Then I'm like analyzing there. And the next day, I was just out of it. Malaise. Just fucking uh, kind of like sore feeling. Uh, no fever. Just just out of it. Just general fucking, generally being tired. And not to, to the point of I can't get up. Because I, I don't have that luxury. I got two kids and a wife. I don't do that. and That's just in my nature. When I'm sick, I don't just, I can't lay there. I can't lay down for a long, sustained period of time, even when I am ill. Uh, so it takes a lot for me just to be bedridden. So that day, up and at him, up and at him, here and there, here and there, not doing a lot, you know, seeing shit that needs to get done outside. Oh, I could go cut those limbs off the tree and put those in the compo. No, Josh, just fucking. So I did lay down and, you know, fell asleep for 20. It's just a fucking a day, a day to forget. And I know a lot of you out there live that day every single day, um, but I don't like it. I feel like it's just wasted time uh, of not doing anything. But I fucking waste time constantly. But I don't waste it just laying in bed watching TV. I waste it just sitting there staring at a fucking wall uh, oftentimes or playing with my fucking clay figures in my garage for no apparent reason. Uh, or writing bullshit stuff down in a notebook or on the fucking Microsoft Word. That's how I waste my time. So I'm not good just laying there. So I don't know what it was. Thursday, a little bit better. Uh, you know, getting there, starting to eat more. Uh, still gurgly. And I'm just wondering, like, maybe it's just I was drinking too much. Maybe it was just the alcohol, just the fucking the, the pileup of, of yeast and barley in my gut that just brought me down. Or was it just something that swept through? Was it that flu? Was it the COVID that I was able to conquer? I don't know. I don't know. Friday, even better, right? Last night, had a couple of barley pops. Had a, a, a made myself a whiskey sour, which because we still had some fucking whiskey sour or uh, fucking what's it called margarita mix from the old Cinco de Drinco uh, a couple of weeks ago. We still had that in the refrigerator. I'm like, I got some whiskey. I hey, should haven't had a whiskey sour in a fucking in a proper day. So I made that and it was pretty good. And I had one of those earlier tonight. Tasty. Tasty shit. And that got me over the hunt. I felt good. And this, the, even today, way better. Way better. Went on a four and a half mile hike with the family. Mostly uphill. Right? That's the way to kill the demons. That's the way to slay them. Uh, is just exercise. Fucking sweat it out. Do your prison routine. Do your prison workouts. Uh, but it was a shit week in that regard. Just, you know, uh, when you're self-isolating and you even have to self-isolate yourself from the isolation of your family that it, that's a tough road because it's just boring as fuck i watched a lot of fucking youtube travel channels uh a couple of dudes i like who travel through southeast asia and through uh, india and russia 
you know, so I was watching a lot of that, just trying to, you know, get, I guess live outside the box, live vicariously through those who are still living life. Uh, and it's fun. It was fun to do that, but boring. Like I said, boring. Um, so that was kind of the week there. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever get heart pain sometimes. And that was part of this little weird flu I had. I think it was mostly fucking gas. Uh, because every time I had a heart pain, I'd fart like a fucking uh, son of a bitch uh, 30 seconds later. But those heart pains every once in a while, they ooh, right, this is it. This is it. I'm going down. I'm 41. I'm 41 years old. I'm definitely old enough now for a fucking heart attack. And once you get those little like, oh, oh, what, what, was that it? Was that it? No pain in the left, no radiating pain in the left arm. No jaw clamping or jaw pain or pain in the neck. Nope, nope, nothing there. Just a little heart twitch or pain. Yeah, I'm sure some of you who have, have had that. I'm sure it's happened. And at, at that, you just got a second like, yeah, this could be it. And then for that second, it's weird. This is like a fucking just nihilistic idea. For that second, you're like, I don't care. All right, this is it. I pass out. My kids will find me on the floor with fucking white foam coming out of my asshole. And it's like, yeah, dad's dead, but I don't care because I'm dead. Uh, well, I can't do anything about that. So, um, yeah, that was that was a few thoughts this week. And um, they're, they're not good thoughts, but they're thoughts. But re one really good thing that happened to me, outside of putting a fucking uh, basketball hoop together for my son outside, we got that finally in the mail, a fucking basketball self standing basketball hoop the one you fill with like sand or water and shit and you put fucking white trash cinder blocks on the the base of it so it doesn't fall over when your son lowers the hoop to seven feet so he thinks like he he can dunk in real life one of those hoops that thing is a pain in a fucking dick to put together so if any of you who are fathers who put them together because let's be honest here only males put those together. I would love to see one fucking mother or female who's put a fucking goddamn self-standing basketball hoop together. You're not out there. You don't fucking exist. And right when it came in, she, my wife knew, I don't want to, I'm not going to be around you this day. She knows. She's smart enough. She's been around me long enough to know when shit like that comes in, either like putting a trampoline fucking together, which I talked about a few weeks ago, or a goddamn fucking basketball hoop like this. Don't be around me. And I had to put myself in a zen state of mind the night before I put this fucking basketball hoop up. I had to like, Josh, you know the hoop is here. In seven seconds. Out five seconds. In seven seconds. Out five seconds. Or whatever it is, whatever fucking gooba ganache tells you how to breathe. I was putting myself in that zone. I did pretty good. I did fucking pretty good putting this hoop up. Couple of setbacks, couple of mini meltdowns, a screw broke. I've never seen a fucking bolt that thick break before. It broke. So I had to run to a hardware store, put my fucking mask on, stand in line for a 14 cent purchase. But that, that happens. So I came back, still doing pretty good. Still doing pretty good. Put the fucking hoop up. Finally got it together. I had about 19 different cuts on my knuckles and hands, right? I'm bleeding all over the place. I have a band-aid here and there, but it's up. 
And now my son has a basketball hoop in the front of the fucking house. All right? So I did it. Kudos to me. But uh, another thing that happened that I thought was like a, a pinnacle, an epoch. Is that, a, is that something? E-P-O-C-H of my life. Um, I've, I've been blocked on Twitter. Someone blocked me on Twitter. And I have like 16 followers on Twitter. Right? 16. And one of them blocked me already. And I, I don't do Twitter as much as I probably should. I've been starting to a little bit more because I'm making these fucking horrible clay animation thing at Domestic Dawn. At Domestic Dawn. Um, these horrible claymation thing. I need to do one. It's been a while since. I haven't had the motivation to do one. Maybe because I've been blocked. Or maybe it's just because, I don't know. Maybe I just don't. No, I don't have any ideas right now. Maybe that's the thing. But I've been blocked on Twitter by somebody because of a troll video. And it wasn't the much the content of the troll video. It was more of the character that I made that looked like a famous, one, probably one of the more famous clay characters that, have, that has ever been. And let me just read you the post from this person who has blocked me uh he says i think i quote unquote get it now you want clay characters to jack off which on a side note that's kind of the point that's what they do back to the back to the block you don't care about the particulars of the media that's true i don't or personalities yet again true this guy's fucking just he's on he's on point he's on the fucking ball or classic works you involve in your half-assed attempt to just have clay beans jack off on things. And let me read you that last part. Classic works you involve in your half-assed attempt to have clay beans jack off on things. And I gotta say, this person who, fo who followed me for one of the early clay videos that I had, and then lasted through about six or seven of them, blocked me because of the last statement the classic claymation the classic persona of his childhood most likely i don't know who this person is of course they don't have a picture of themselves on there their name is not their name so you can't tell exactly who they are what they who they what they are male female who fucking knows what age they are it doesn't matter and i have a kind of a pseudonym on my twitter handle too uh, even though it's connected to this fucking podcast, because I, I'm a teacher. I'm, I only have about three weeks left of being a teacher. But I, I got in trouble a few times. I've gotten in trouble with administration a few times. Josh, you can't, you can't have your name attached to these things. Josh, you had this fucking blog you were writing five years ago. You can't have your name attached to it. You're talking about drinking a beer while you're walking your daughter to the park, which was true. I did, yeah, but who cares? I was a good dad. I'm not doing anything. I'm walking and her in a stroller and I have a beer and a fucking uh, teacup or a mug, whatever you call them, uh, uh, a, a to-go cup. Um, does that make me a bad person? No, but you can't do. You can't talk to the public like that. The public can find you. You can't be an influence to these children that don't give a fuck about school if you're not the right type of influence. And I never was. So this guy gal twitter person got offended because i made a gumby character and gumby 
was an icon. When I was a kid, I watched Gumby. Totally watched Gumby. Gumby, Pokey, the fucking Blockhead Brothers. And it was always great because the Blockhead Brothers, I don't know if that was their name. The, one of them had a G on the side of their head. The other one had a J. My name starts with a J. My brother's name starts with a G. We're like, hey, fuck. Blockhead Brothers. But I just made a Gumby-looking figure. And I'm a horrible... I'm not an artist with clay. It's horrible. Fucking horrible renditions of shit. I made a blue Gumby. I didn't have green. I don't have green, green clay right now. It's a fucking pandemic. Where am I going to get clay? Um, Amazon, I guess. But I have the clay I have. So I made a blue Gumby. I call him Blumby. He's a fucking alcoholic brother of Gumby. And he's not a nice guy. He beats Pokey uh, because Pokey left Gumby to be with him. So he's not a nice individual. So I made this video about Blumby being a dickhead and, and uh, 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 abusing, probably mentally, physically, Pokey. And I thought it was fairly comical. And some other people liked it. But this guy got really offended. Really offended. And then he blocked me because of that. So that's how sensitive we've become. So Greta Thunberg, Greta Van Nostrum, cannot wave her magic Swedish wand her magic Swedish fairy dust and fix all of this because we have people who are still triggered on Twitter because they're upset of someone in their garage, a 41 year old semi alcoholic man making fucking clay creatures in his spare time when his own kids are not bothering him. And he makes a version of Gumby that's not Gumby, but looks like Gumby, but is blue named Blumby beating Pokey, physically, mentally, and he can't handle it. He just can't handle it. And I guess what he couldn't handle is that <laughs> the trolls came in, and what my troll does, he jerks off on things. And what he couldn't handle is maybe that Blumby gave oral sex to the troll, and the troll jizzed on Blumby's face. So I think the moral of this entire podcast is that you can't trust Greta Thunberg, and you can't trust 2020. Because 2020 is a year of annihilation. 2020 is a year of dystopia. 2020 is a year where people can't really live in a reality that they used to know prior to 2020. Because it's a year of, of disease. It's a year of distrust. It's a year that people cannot come together because we can't physically come together. It's just a year that we shall banish off the records, right? Just like Deflategate, just like the Astros World Series win, that will go down in history with an asterisk. A lot of people want to put Trump's presidency with a little asterisk on it and say it never happened, not my president, even though he is a fucking president. So maybe we'll just put a little asterisk on 2020 as well. It didn't happen. It's a leap year. Let's just go from 2019 which was also a shitty year, if you really go back and look at the fucking news, and let's go jumpstart in 2021. Is it going to start well? We'll see. The first couple of days, fresh. We all like New Year's. We all like our little New Year's fucking, uh, what's it called? We, uh, what the, what the fuck's the New Year? Everybody signs up for a gym. We're going to have virtual gyms now. What the fuck's it called? Intuition. New Year's fucking, you know what I'm talking about. Whatever it's called. We all make those goals for us in the future, right? So we're going to have those. And it's going to be good for a couple of weeks because it's new and it's fresh. Just like the, a girl you're dating, you're like, oh, wow. She touches your hand for the first time. Ooh, ooh, that little tingle you get. 
little feeling. They go, ah, ooh, she does like me. And then she slides her, her hand down your pants. You're like, ah, ooh, it's happening. And then she pulls out. She's like, oh, I can't do this. I'm a good girl. I'm a nice girl. My father wouldn't approve. And then it's back to shit. It's back to a fucking other shitty year. So it's that first two weeks of a relationship, near near hand job, fake hand job goes away, and now we have another shit year. That's gonna be 2021, right? So just gear up for it. Listen to Greta. She knows what she's talking about. She'll be president in 2024, right? She's gonna run the youngest president ever. We're gonna switch the rules. We're gonna have a 22 year old fucking president at some point, and she's gonna elect uh, as her vice president uh, fucking uh, some mumble rapper on YouTube. Right, and we'll vote for them because they're influencers, and they all know what they're talking about. Because old people don't, right? Life experience just doesn't matter anymore. We all go for youth. We all go for what's uh, pure in life. So listen to the kids, folks. Just listen to them because they are all right. The kids are all right. Mommy's all right. Daddy's all right. Ha, 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 ha,